Hey there, and welcome to day 92 of Don't Forget Your Worth. You guys, can you hear the echo in here? Griffin and I, you can hear his little nails on the wood floors. He's wandering all over this new little house we've been blessed with. But you guys, talk about a day. So in other words, yesterday being Friday, I read in the morning, I just thought it was any ordinary day, but it wasn't. By four o'clock in the afternoon, tail end of the week, tail end of the day, everything you know going on at this moment, as I said, there's a ton going on at work. There's a ton going on in my personal life. There's a ton going on with my moves and everything. And so it's like, okay, we have a meeting at 4 p.m., tail end of the, what, what's going on? So anyway, what I didn't know is that I was going to have a meeting with the showroom owner at 4 p.m., which we had yesterday. And in that, I was going to have to state, again, my worth, my value to all of this additional business that I'm bringing to the company. And it's no surprise or coincidence, obviously, that this podcast is called Don't Forget Your Worth, because I know your worth and I know my worth to Christ, big time. Having to communicate these things and what the Lord is doing, these blessings at the showroom right now, they belong all glory to God. They do. Um, Am I surprised by them? No, not in the least. When you flood the showroom with worship music, when you walk the aisles and pray for God's goodness and favor and blessing and abundance, hello, guess what? The Lord shows up. Griffin's having a ball. He's rolling around over there. So... In that, no big surprises, but it was a tough meeting, you know, to have to say, hey, here with this additional value that I'm bringing, here's the value that I would like to see, because I know the next steps that I'm called to do here in this town. So the meeting went super, super well, but here was the surprise, as I knew I had this weekend, too, to get rolled out of the condo up the mountain at the resort there, and down into this precious little space, but... I had no idea. I didn't have much time to do it. So like I came down and we did the walkthrough and I headed out to go grab my things up at the condo and my key didn't work. And I was like, what on earth is going on? So I wandered down to the lodge and they're like, oh yeah, actually you were to be out by 10 o'clock this morning. And I was like, oh my stars. I ran into this place from the 1st to the 31st. I was totally confused. Um, but I said, hey, just if you could give me some grace, please, and give me, you know, give me an hour to get out, you know, and roll down the hill, that would be awesome. So, sweet as pie, you guys, the irony, and again, I believe in the orchestration of Christ. The gal working the front desk was experiencing loss. And, uh, you know, I told her, I said, hey, I'm the praying kind, and if you don't mind letting me know her name, we'll pray for her and we can pray a miracle, but know that, you know, because I asked, I said, is she a faith girl? And she said, yes, she believes. And I said, then she's going to be in really good, good hands. And, you know, we need to, you know, just pray glory in her passing. And um, this is just a little gal. I mean, with just, she had red hair, just like mine, little tear-stained eyes. And I knew something and I knew to pray. But the interesting thing is before I went down the hill that morning, and little did I know I had to be moved out in like hours, I had the best worship up at the condo this morning, followed by an amazing wave of grief over my sister. Um, I think it probably was reading about her and the whole thing. And of course, it's the season, it's the conversations with my mom. Um, 
just a huge wave of grief after, which was so confusing after all of these humbled, holy tears in worship to my Lord. Yeah, that you can go from this really high, humbled presence and then go through this wave of grief and come down the mountain and be used by the Lord in that same day with loss. Like she would have had no idea how she was blessing me by letting me be a blessing to her in a time of loss. And so I found this piece, you guys, because I was completely this morning humbled to holy tears and I still am. I'm just laughing that this morning I lived at a resort up in the mountain and hours later I'm down the hill blessed by this little space and place which is echoing because it's empty. I'm sitting in a lawn chair to bring you your 365 miracle stories <laughs> in my living room. But you will laugh because this is a designer in me. The front door already has a wreath on it. It's completely decorated for Halloween. Dakota has this little, um, we have this glow, that we have this glow moon that hangs in the window in a lot of our spaces, which he, he wanted way back in the day. He wasn't even verbal. He was sitting in a stroller and the kiddo was just over the moon because of course he loved moons. He watched, what was it? Bear in a big blue house. And there was Luna and the moon and he saw this moon and he, he was, we were not leaving that store without it. And sure enough, it's already hanging in my window and you know, there's orange mums on the front step. It's just so designer. It's ridiculous, right guys? But I am going to be blessed by this little space for as long as we have it. And I found this piece this morning. It's called Humbled to Holy Tears. Felt totally appropriate. Whew. And so it begins. My friend Karen went forward for me to take the Burgundy Holy Bible from the pastor when they called my calligraphy name. I can still see her cross the front of the pews and sense the silence of the congregation as she took the precious book and brought it back to my tearful side. To this day, I have never received a more special gift, and I was humbled to warm, silent tears streaming down my elementary face, humbled to tears. This was God's word, his words, Jesus, his son. Every last word that he spoke was written in red, his blood. I did nothing to earn it, nothing to deserve it. It's yours. Here, I sat there holding that Bible on my black velvet lap and cried and cried, getting more embarrassed by the minute. The whole row of us being confirmed was just a Twitter over what could possibly be wrong with Andrea. Oh, don't worry about her, y'all. She's just humbled to tears again say the coffee patrons that sit here while I write to bless you. In other words, when I wrote this original piece, I was sitting in my little corner at my favorite coffee shop in Sisters, Oregon. <laughs> Teeny little cowboy town, lovely little Sisters Coffee Company, oh my gosh. And they knew me. They were just like, there she goes again, writing her little heart out. And that's what that meant. Um, because, of course, I'm humbled to holy tears just reading this. I have a lot of loving suggestion right now to write to you about parenting and a lot of incredible encouragement to write to you about loving and seeking hard after God or great big please, please, please tell us how to overcome. But I know the very reason that I don't even know where to start 
is that it isn't a 10-step program or a seven-point list or even one 256-page book, that it all comes down to heart condition. I wish I could just hand you Jesus. Can you picture me taking both hands and just shoving them towards you and saying, here, take my heart? I would. If you knew me, you know I would. That we will come to have a heart like his. So this offering that Jesus is asking me to give to you is hard right now, but I know that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. The harder I fight for your salvation or encourage you to get to know Jesus better, the harder the enemy fights against me and he comes hard after me in some of the craziest shoes. Press on, dear one. I will write for you. Recently, a car rolled up beside me as I was talking with a friend on the sidewalk. I quickly recognized two of my friends through the windshield, one rolling the window down and saying, Jump in! Whoa, she spooked me. I got past the stranger danger lectures I had given my children, and there was no candy and no puppy, so with God's discernment, I did get in the back seat. These angels look like people. The car looked like a back seat, not a sanctuary. And I sat, and I listened, and we prayed, and we worshipped. And then I cried out prayers of humbled tears. And what I want to bless you with is that the surroundings are not what made it rich. It was the relationship with the presence of God that made the experience holy. It was my ability to find Jesus and his undeniable love and orchestration for me. Do you see that? If you don't, can you please read it again? It's the ability to see the beauty, to see the holy, to see the spiritual significance. It was never a car and a couple of random people. It was never by chance. Holy. All of it. He took the nails for you. Watch just what Jesus has for you today. Watch just whom Jesus has for you today. Think about him all day long and tell him just how much you love him. Thank him for everything and everybody that he has in your life right now. Use your gifts this day for his glory. Let him in real close, every mask down, and ask for his eyes, his hands, and his feet. Ask him to break your heart for the things that break his. Let him soften you down and hold you right close. He loves you right deep. Don't forget to lay down in his pasture today. Let him protect you while you rest and then get right back to work for him. His portion this day is sufficient. I love you. It's good. It's a good, sweet little piece. Um, I'm just knocked out. You know, I am knocked out by his presence and glory. And, you know, I remember personally that conversation in that car. And it was just what I needed that day. And I think that had I not seen everything that he was doing and all of his orchestration, I would have missed that his portion that day and this day and in your day 
is absolutely sufficient. It is a miracle. But we have to see those miracles, you guys. We have to be looking hard. And we have to be asking, like I was saying the other day, asking to receive. Um, just receive and be so much molded like him um, for his heart, for his eyes, for his hands, that sort of thing. So I want you to just have a wonderful one. I'll tell you what, tomorrow's Halloween. <laughs> Tomorrow, it's my sister's birthday. And we will celebrate. We will celebrate her life. I'll chat at you then, okay? Take care.